Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Our last Football Friday game preview of the regular season. And on today's show, I'm going to be breaking down everything you need to know before the Tennessee Titans take on the Houston Texans on Sunday. First, we're going to talk about my keys to victory for the Titans on offense and defense. Then we're going to zoom in, talk about the players to watch and the individual matchups to watch in this game before capping off our show with my updated game and score prediction. All of that and more on a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Like I said, we are going to kick off the show with my keys to victory on offense and defense. Before I get into that, do got to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, you got to subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked on Titans podcast there and always for free. That includes subscribing to the Locked on Titans YouTube channel where I do the podcast on video Monday through Friday. That's right. I am pumping out Monday through Friday daily Tennessee Titans content, not only during the regular season, not only during the playoffs, but all year long. So make sure you subscribe wherever you're getting the show. Also, make sure you check me out on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, on Facebook at Locked on Titans Pod. I also want to take a quick second and just thank you guys for all the support. The Locked on Titans podcast has spent a lot of the week in the top 100 football podcasts in America by far the number one Tennessee Titans podcast on Apple iTunes. I can't thank you guys enough for all of the continuous support. Uh, Just so appreciative of the opportunity that I have to, to talk about this team on a daily basis and even more appreciative of what you guys do for the show. So thank you very much. But with all of that happy time and housekeeping out of the way, it's time to dive into this game. And this is one of the biggest games in Tennessee Titans history, not necessarily because of the opponent ahead, but because of the stakes. The Titans have the number one seed in the AFC and a bye staring them in the face if they can just take care of business against the Texans, which Back in week 11, they weren't able to do. So let's talk about how they can make sure that they get that number one seed and they get that by. We're going to start my keys to victory on the offensive side of the ball. And this will probably be no surprise to you guys, but considering the Titans had five turnovers in their last game against the Texans, the obvious key to victory here is no turn overs on offense. The Titans offense cannot give the ball away to the Texans, give them easy drives and easy points. Just absolutely can't do it. When you dive into some of the turnover numbers, it's obvious that winning the turnover battle helps, but it's staggering these two teams and how it affects them. The Houston Texans, when not only when they lose the turnover battle, but just when they don't win the turnover battle, if the turnovers are equal, or if the Texans lose, they're 1-10 in 10 
in those games. The only one that they won was against Jacksonville, who's barely an NFL team right now. So very important for the Titans. Also, when the Titans don't lose the turnover battle this year, they're 9-1. and one. So just a monster discrepancy in the way these teams perform when they win or lose the turnover battle. And again, the Titans had five turnovers to the Texans, zero in Week 11. That can't happen. But it's not you know easier said than done here. The Texans have been pretty good at forcing turnovers in the last seven weeks. In those last seven weeks, the Texans have forced 11 turnovers. They're three and four in those games. So very important for the Titans to not turn over the ball. Also on offense, run the damn ball. The Titans only ran for 103 yards against Houston in week 11. That is not good enough when you're going up against the worst rushing defense in the NFL. The Houston Texans allow 143 yards per game. Like I said, dead last. The Titans have to surpass that number in this game and make it easy on the offense. Uh, Houston gave up 175 rushing yards against San Francisco last week, and I do believe that the Titans are a better running team than San Francisco. So quite frankly, I'm looking for 250, maybe 300-plus rushing yards in this game for the Titans. They have to absolutely dominate up front. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm kind of going to get into some schematic things here. I want to see a ton of stunts up front from the Titans. Loop stunts where you have Harold Landry looping from the outside around Autry and Simmons through the middle. Uh, Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons doing cross twists through the inside on third downs. Bud Dupree and Danico Autry with their little uh, end tackle stunts that they have been running. Those are so effective, and they're going to be even more effective against this Houston Texans offensive line that while they played improved in recent weeks, it's still not a good offensive line. So not only is it a possibility, it is necessary for the Titans because of what it does to Davis Mills. Remember, the Titans had to be careful with their rush stunts in Week 11 because Tyrod Taylor was a mobile quarterback and he could break the pocket and break contain and hurt the Titans, and he did. The only two touchdowns the Texans scored in that game were scrambles by Tyrod Taylor where the Titans broke contain on their pass rush. They don't have to worry about this week, so unleash hell. That's how I see it. And when you look at Davis Mills and the way that he performs, take a look at this. Davis Mills under pressure this year. 48.3% completion percentage. 438 yards. One touchdown, two interceptions. He's 42 of 87. That's just absolutely awful. So the, the Titans have to get pressure on Davis Mills, put him in those situations where he has played his worst. Also, it's going to be easier said than done because the Texans have only allowed 14% of Davis Mills' dropbacks to be pressured since week 14. So like I said, that offensive line is improved. But not only are you going to have Davis Mills not play his best when he's under pressure, he also has five fumbles on the year. So he's a guy who you can get strip sacks on. I would look for the Titans to run rush stunts and try to hammer the ball out of Davis Mills hands. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Bud Dupree has a strip sack in this game. My second key to victory for the defense is mix coverages aggressively. Uh, confuse Davis Mills. That is the key here because you're going to force him into mistakes. Again, he has been playing pretty well recently, but he's still a rookie quarterback. And just take a look at this for a moment. So, Davis Mills, 
when he gets the ball out of his hands in under two and a half seconds. So throwing the ball quickly, decisive. He has a 75% completion percentage. He's thrown for 1,228 yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions, and only taken seven sacks. So if he gets the ball out quick, if he's not confused, he can read the defense, he knows what he's seeing, he's going to be pretty decent. But if you can have Davis Mills hold the ball for more than two and a half seconds, which confuse him with the coverages, don't let him see the same thing pre-snap that he's going to get post-snap, mix the coverages, roll the safeties back and forth. Like the Titans got the fumble against Tua last week. You bring the slot blitz off the side. Kevin Byer comes up from a from a high position and fills that slot cornerback spot while Imani Hooker is going from a two-high safety look to a single-high safety look. Those sorts of coverages need to come up against Davis Mills because less than two and a half seconds for him to throw, or more than two and a half seconds, so he's holding the ball, 55% completion percentage, 1,135 yards, five touchdowns to six interceptions, and 22 sacks. You make Davis Mills hold the ball, you confuse him with coverage, he is going to make mistakes. So that's going to do it for my keys to victory on both sides of the ball. We're going to get into my players to watch, the individual matchups that I will be watching for in this game. Before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy. It's the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if you guys are like me, a lot of your resolutions are about getting fit and eating healthier. The best way to do that is to incorporate built Bars into your plan. Built Bars are protein bars, but they taste like a candy bar, and some of the built Bars are better than some of the candy bars that I've had before. So built Bar is going to make it easier to stick to your resolutions because not only do they taste good, 100% chocolate, a ton of different flavors, salted caramel cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, but they're also healthy for you as well. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high protein, they're high fiber, a great healthy meal substitute, or just a guilt-free snack. Go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also, Titans fans, I got to tell you about this incredible app that everyone who buys gas has to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you have to do is download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you're going to get a bonus 25 cents off per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use that promo code TOUCHDOWN and get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot get up to two, $300 a month in cash back. And here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back goes right to your GetUpside account, and then you can cash out directly to your bank account, your PayPal, or even to an e-gift card like for Amazon. Just download the free GetUpside app Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. Titans fans, let's continue this Football Friday Game Preview Edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast. Our final game preview of 
the regular season. Excited for the playoffs around the corner, but this is a game the Titans must focus on and they must handle business. I just told you guys about my big keys to victory on offense and defense. No turnovers, run the damn ball on defense, stunts up front, and aggressively mixed coverages. We are going to get into the players to watch now, the individual matchups that I'll have my eye on. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Please make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Smash that notification bell on YouTube. Smash that like button on YouTube if you are watching there right now. I really do appreciate it. So diving into the individual matchups. We're going to start on offense like we did with our first segment. Number one, Ryan Tannehill against, and dear God, I'm going in, guys. Gruger Hill? Is that right? I went back and listened to the crossover Thursday. Try to get, I, I don't I don't know. I'm trying here. Gregor Hill? I think that's right. Either way, the middle linebacker for the Houston Texans that intercepted the Tennessee Titans the last time they played. It was Tannehill's fault. He was playing robber in the middle of the field, which if you guys listen to the show, you know exactly what a robber does playing zone coverage over the middle of the field when the rest of the team is in man. He read Ryan Tannehill's eyes as he tried to force a slant pass to A.J. Brown, and he picked it off, and he had a good run back as well. He's going to be playing that same coverage because the Texans played a ton of man coverage the last time they played the Titans. So I would imagine, since it's a division game, there's not a lot of secrets, the Texans are going to look to play a ton of man coverage again. And if that's the case, that means Gregor Hill is going to be in the middle of the defense. God, I'm butchering the name. My apologies, guys. I'm trying my best here. What a a strange name. Um, Nothing about the way that it looks makes sense to me, the way that it's pronounced. But either way, he's going to be reading Tannehill's eyes. Tannehill has to make sure that he doesn't make mistakes. Tannehill had four interceptions in that game. Now, in my opinion, three of them are probably on Tannehill. Two of them, at minimum, or on Tannehill, and that was one of them. So we can't make that mistake again, and we know that same situations are going to take place because it's a division rivalry game. Speaking of man coverage, A.J. Brown has to dominate in this game. The last time the Titans played the Texans, this was the game that A.J. got hurt in, and then he went on IR. He left the game early, but he had five catches for 48 yards at the time. A.J. Brown's going to have to dominate his matchup, whether he's on Desmond King, whether he's on Terrence Mitchell. He was on Terrence Mitchell for the majority of the time last game. He had five catches for 48 yards. Four of those catches came against Terrence Mitchell. So I think that A.J. Brown has to do even more. Need a big A.J. Brown game, about 125 yards and a touchdown. Really seal things for the Titans. And then the final thing that I'm looking for on offense is going to be David Questenberry and Taylor Lewan against Jonathan Grenard and, um, God, I can't, Jacob Martin. Boom. There we go. Remember the first name. Uh, Jacob Martin and Jonathan Grenard are responsible for 28% of the team's total pressures. They've had 63 out of the 221. They have 12 of the 32 sacks that the Texans have as a team. So, For my money, those are the pass rushers that you really got to worry about making an impact on Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill is not good at stepping up in the pocket, so you got to keep a clean pocket for him, especially on the edges. So Questenberry and Lawan going up against Grenard and Martin, that'll be a big matchup to watch. Moving to the defensive side of the ball, Jeffrey Simmons didn't have his best game against the Miami Dolphins. A ton of double teams that Simmons was taking on, but I've seen him take on double teams better than what he did on Sunday. So I'm expecting a big bounce back game 
for Jeffrey Simmons against the guards of the Houston Texans. We are talking about McCray, and I think it's Justin McCray, and we are talking about Lane Taylor. So McCray and Taylor are both backups. They they uh, played McCray played eight games. Lane Taylor's played four games this year, but in those games, they've given up 24 pressures. So they're guys who are susceptible to giving up pressures. So Simmons has to dominate that matchup, get in the backfield, take attention away so he can allow the other guys on the defensive line to dominate one-on-one matchups. Need a big game from Jeffrey Simmons. And in big moments, your big players have to step up. Next, Zach Cunningham revenge game. But really, it's all the linebackers. The linebackers against the interior offensive line of the Houston Texans. Last time the Titans played the Texans, the Titans played a ton of four-man fronts, which think about like a 4-3. The Titans were in 4-3 alignment with Harold Landry as a stand-up linebacker at the second level. Well, when you play like that, like what the Titans do when they play against teams who do that, like Indianapolis, you want to introduce more pulling, more lead blockers, because it's easier for a puller and a lead blocker to match what the defenders at the second level are doing. And that means that the Titans linebackers, Rashawn Evans, David Long, Jayon Brown, and Zach Cunningham, are going to have to do a good job of taking on those pulling blockers, not getting driven back, and not allowing them to open up holes. If the first linebacker at the point of contact, which usually they want to be Rashawn Evans, have Rashawn Evans blitz the hole, not a literal blitz, but get up into the hole, take on the lead blocker, which is going to be a puller from the Texans, and then Zach Cunningham is able to come through and clean up after that. That's what you want execution-wise. So, need a big game from the Titans linebackers. The Texans have had a little bit more success running the ball lately, especially against the Chargers. They went over 150 yards in that game. Rex Burkhead has really been their top running back recently. Rex Burkhead is not special in any way. He should be a situational role-playing running back. He should not be getting the majority of touches on your team or things are bleak. Well, things are kind of bleak in Houston. So the Titans absolutely cannot have Rex Burkhead win in matchups because he gets open lanes because the poolers are opening things up against the Titans linebackers. I expect a big day from the Titans linebackers. And of course, Zach Cunningham needs to get his revenge for the team that kicked him to the curb when he's clearly still a really Good player. Uh, The final matchup that I'm watching for for the Titans defense, whatever cornerback is there against Brandon Cooks, and I say whatever because the Titans aren't the type of team that follows with a corner. They're not going to stick Christian Fulton on somebody and play him against him the whole time. They play their sides. They play their defense. And as a matter of fact, Cooks played in the slot a lot the last time the Titans played against the Texans, which means he had a lot of time to go up against Elijah Molden. And in that game, Chris Jackson was dealing with a foot injury, and he had a really bad game in that game. So Chris Jackson was playing in the slot as well. So taking a look at that. Last game, the Titans did a good job of shutting down Brandon Cooks. He only had two catches for 18 yards. Both of those came on Molden. 0-for-1 against Christian Fulton. The Titans just played against Jalen Waddell, who was far and away the biggest weapon that the Dolphins had on offense. Well, they're getting a similar situation here, and Tua may not be a rookie, but he's still a young quarterback who gets confused easily. I expect the Titans to do similar things they did last week against the Texans, against or last week against the Dolphins, against the Texans this week, and that'll include whatever cornerback is against Brandon Cooks. Simply cannot allow him to beat you when he's only the only NFL talent that they have at their skill positions 
on offense. So those are the matchups and the players that I will be watching for in this game on offense and defense. We are going to move into my game and score prediction. I have updated it a little bit from yesterday's crossover Thursday. We're also going to talk some fantasy. We're also going to talk some gambling. And we're going to take a look at the Titans clinching scenarios for the weekend for the number one seed. Before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as they continue to march towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year, so betonline.ag has a new updated desktop and mobile website. Go there, sign up today, use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Maybe it's not even football that you want to bet on. They have pro and college basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all their amazing offers. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Fans, let's cap off this final Football Friday game preview of the regular season. I'm going to give you guys my game and score prediction. Before we get into that, I want to thank you again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On Bets podcast. I just told you where to bet at betonline.ag. Now I'm going to tell you where to get your betting advice, and that's the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You're going to get daily picks, wrong team favorite picks, Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Make sure that you check out the Locked On Bets podcast presented by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. So on yesterday's show, on the crossover Thursday, my prediction was 31 to 10. And I'm not going to move off that too much. I'm just going to take a field goal and kind of move it over to the other side. So I think the Titans win this game 27 to 13. That's my final prediction of the game, 27 to 13. And now it can get us into keeping it plus 100, the gambling portion of our Football Friday game preview episode. The Titans are currently 10 and a half point favorites. I actually, just right before I got on the podcast, checked the line again and it moved down to 10. So if you can wait a little bit longer and you may get the Titans at nine, a lot of people are betting the Texans right now. I mean, they won the last game. It's a division matchup. The Titans have played the Texans close for three matchups in a row now. It always seems to be a close game. So that line is dropping. If you can get that down to nine and a half, that would be absolutely phenomenal. But even at 10 and a half, even at 10, I'm taking that. I'm taking it. I know that it's risky. I know. I understand that. I just I just feel that the Titans are going to leave no doubt in this game. I just, I just have that feeling in my mind. They would have crushed the Texans the first time they played if the Titans didn't turn over the ball five times. It's that simple. The Titans are far and away a better team than the Texans. They're playing hot right now. And the game plan from last week is going to be similar to the game plan this week, which means the Titans are already prepped and ready to go for the way that they are going to play. I think the Titans win this game by double digits, by two scores. Give me the 10 points. I'll eat it and take the Titans. 42 and a half. I'm going to take the under 
in that matchup. The only way that I see this game going is if it's close, the Titans are going to win like 17 to 13. If it's not close, the Titans are going to win like 30 to 3, like they did against the Dolphins. I'm going under 42 and a half in this game. Now, that is the gambling aspect. Let's talk fantasy and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. Comment down below if you're listening on the YouTube page or watching on YouTube, what album am I referencing? What artist am I referencing? Love throwing that uh, nugget in here. A lot of you guys got that last time I asked the question, but new batch of people. Let's have some fun. Uh, On that realm, I'm playing AJ Brown in daily fantasy. Who I'm really hitting in daily fantasy is Deonta Foreman. A revenge game there. I talked about Zach Cunningham, but revenge game there. And not only that, but David Questenberry, a revenge game. Mike Vrabel, revenge game. Anthony Midget, revenge game. Uh, Ben Jones, revenge game. Uh, Would have been a Michael Pruitt revenge game as well. Shout out to Michael. I hope that he is recovering soundly. I've dealt with a broken leg before. I know uh, not only how bad it hurts, but uh, how tough the rehab is coming from that injury. So, And my broken leg was worse than my cold. So I definitely know how it goes. But either way, for fantasy, I'm hammering Deontay Foreman in my daily fantasy. He's going to be a good value. This is a great spot. Just hammering Foreman in my lineups. Uh, I would also play the Titans defense. Think they're going to force some turnovers. Might even get a defensive score in this one. I'm, I'm riding bulletproof Bullock in this game as well. I think even if the Titans don't score a lot of touchdowns, they're going to be in scoring position a lot, and they're going to get field goals. They're going to take points, knowing that the Titans' defense is going to hold the Texans' offense down. Um, So I'd play AJ. I'd play Foreman. I'd play the defense. I'd play Bullock. If you were a little worried about any of that, I'd be worried about AJ. This could be a heavy run game, and if the Titans get up early and want to just run the ball, They could limit AJ's snaps. So maybe shaky there, but if you feel good, go ahead and go with it. So that's fantasy. That's gambling. That's my game and score prediction. As for the injuries, Jackrabbit Jenkins sat out practice on Thursday. He was limited on Wednesday, but the Titans practiced inside in their bubble because of all the snow in Nashville. Shout out to all my peeps in Tennessee. Be safe with all the snow coming down. But I'm not really worried about anything on the injury front for the Titans right now. Jackrabbit, my expectation is he will play. Now, Naquan Jones is somebody who I don't think will play in the game. He hasn't practiced to this point this week. But Kyle Pecco has been playing good ball. Tier uh, Tart has been playing uh, not great, quite frankly, but perfect opportunity for him to get more snaps and maybe get back in the swing of things before the playoffs. So I'm not really worried about that loss either. Let's talk about the Titans clinching scenario. So obviously they win, they get the number one seed, they get the buy, no questions asked. If the Titans don't win for any reason, here are the scenarios where they'd still get the number one seed. If they tie the Texans and then the Chiefs lose or tie, Titans get the number one seed. If Kansas City loses, Cincinnati loses or ties, and then New England loses or ties, Titans also get it. Then the final one, if Kansas City loses, Cincinnati loses or ties, and then Buffalo wins, the Titans would also get the number one seed there. But here's the reality. I don't want to talk about what kind of help the Titans need. The Titans need to win this game and take care of business like they did last week against the Dolphins. That's the kind of team this needs to be. Not a back end, not a hope for help. The Titans have put themselves in position to take care of their own business and decide their own destiny. I hate saying that because destiny 
in definition is predetermined. Fate in definition is predetermined. You can't control your own fate. You can't control your own destiny because that would mean destiny and fate aren't predetermined and that goes against the definition. But that's a total semantical soapbox that I'm not getting on right now. But just know those phrases are stupid. They don't even make sense. But the Titans control their own path. The Titans control their own spot. And they need to do it themselves. And revenge game, not only for the Texans, guys, but revenge game for everyone. Because that was an embarrassing loss to the Texans. And the Titans need to avenge that defeat. So that's how I feel about this game. My game and score prediction, fantasy, gambling, scenarios, keys to victory on offense and defense, players to watch, matchups to watch, literally everything. You need to know before this game kicks off. I'll be back with you guys on Sunday for the postcast to give you my instant reaction, my raw emotions. Then on Monday morning, my Monday recap, full 30-minute episode will be up. Very excited to break down this matchup. You guys all have a safe and enjoyable weekend. I will be back with you again on Sunday night. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. And this was Locked on Titans.